Hey, it's hump day. Thomas Miller on the July 5th Fun Astrology Podcast. Welcome in. I hope you had a good holiday weekend. For those of us in the United States and then wherever you are in the world, we are moving on with energy in the sky. So we've been talking about this yod, and I wanted to add one thing to yesterday's episode. This goes for the whole month, the one that we talked about yesterday with Mars and Venus at the top, Pluto and Neptune at the bottom. That stays with us for the month of July. But wait, there's more, because on Saturday the 15th, we get another one. It's a quick one. It just is for that day, but it is Pluto at the top. And the base is Mars-Venus on one side and the moon on the other. That's why it moves by quickly. But that's Saturday the 15th. Then another big one on the 18th with Neptune at the top, the south node, and Mars-Venus at the base. So we've got a lot of yacht energy scattered all the way throughout the month. And if you heard Venus in there a couple of times, <laughs> Venus turns retrograde on the 22nd. It'll be at 28 and about a half degrees in Leo, and it starts moving backwards through Leo. So like we talked about yesterday, Mars peels off and moves out into Virgo. Uh, 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 not Venus. It's stuck. It stays there for the whole month. Let's just spend a little bit of time talking about the rest of the structure of this chart outside of what we talked about yesterday. Even though five of the planets in the sky over our head reflecting what goes on on Earth, as above, so below, we still do have other energy going on. And the place I would start would be the Sun, Mercury in Cancer. We've been having that blend of head and heart, right? Sun, Mercury, Cancer, the emotions, merging our mind, which is, of course, symbolized by Mercury, with the emotions and the centeredness and the nurturing of cancer. Now, that's going to start getting a little warmer this week because Mercury is approaching, as we say around here, the county line to move into Leo next Tuesday. So every day that goes by now, the rest of this week, Mercury is smelling more and more fire. And that's an analogy that a lot of us in the United States and Canada can relate to right now. And the sun is right behind it, too, because July 22nd, big day in the sky, the sun will enter Leo on the same day that Venus turns retrograde in Leo. And wait, there's more, <laughs> because also slowing down and getting stronger and stronger are the nodes of the moon, because they change July 17th. So that's, let's see, that's Monday, two weeks from this past Monday. And we need to start talking about that because a year and a half ago, as the nodes were approaching their current axis, south node in Scorpio, north node in Taurus, we talked about the long, hot summer of 67 in the United States. There was the south node in Scorpio right there. Boom. Might this become known as the long, hot summer in France? See, when we're dealing with these transits, we have to be really careful not to get into the NIMBY mode. Not in my backyard. Obviously, this is the same sky if you're in Wichita, Kansas, Paris, France, or Sydney, Australia. The south node is in Scorpio for all of us. And just because something isn't happening over here doesn't mean that energy is not being expressed somewhere else. I don't know what makes it happen in one place and not another. That's, I guess you could look at each individual chart. But nonetheless, we are having conflict as the south node begins to wrap up and find its way into Libra. And those nodes are headed towards south node Libra, north node Aries. I have the exact opposite. I have south node Aries, north node Libra. And I've adapted my little saying, make love, not war, right? So south node for me was in Aries, war in the past. Make love, 
Venus, love everybody. I am loving awareness. When I say at the end of these episodes, hey, I love you guys, I'm exercising that very thing. That north node for me is to express love. And I'm not just saying it. I truly feel it. I feel being loving awareness. And that's just living into the chart for me. But this is flipped. So now the south node is in Libra and the north node is in Aries. So we'll be exploring the adaptation of that as it approaches here in the next couple of weeks. And that nice and cleanly brings us to the last little space in the chart, and that is the stack in Taurus. So that's Uranus, Jupiter, and for a little bit longer here, the North Node. Now remember, these seasons of change triggered by these slower outer planets take a long time to unfold. Years, not months, not days, not hours, not the drive-through mentality that we have today of fast, everything quick. Now, oh, it didn't happen, therefore it's irrelevant. Remember, in 2021, three times, Saturn squared Uranus. That's not over. What's supposed to be the big news this month? That the United States is going to start implementing FedNow, the stick the toe in the water toward digital currency. I don't know what you think about digital currency, but here we are. I mean, there's part of the change. And the last time that Saturn squared Uranus, we had the aftermath of the Great Depression and all the restructuring of the whole financial system in the United States. And now the big looming thing is we're going to take your money and turn it into a digital wallet on your phone. I guess if you don't have a phone, you don't have any access to your money. I don't know. But do you want somebody else controlling your money? Now we're back to Pluto in Aquarius. Don't tell me what to do. Don't take control of my money versus we're controlling your money. And we can even turn it off if we don't like what you're doing with it. There's the Pluto in Aquarius battle. And in many places around the world, it's already there. It's already in place, already being used in that way. And as we've seen in the markets, Jupiter has been amplifying the theme of money over the last several weeks, particularly. And that would probably also be punched by the North Node getting closer and closer to its ingress into Aries. So we're talking about Taurus. We're talking about Venus, its ruler, which is getting ready to go into retrograde, which means we're going to be reviewing and revisiting a lot of Venusian things. And Taurus rules money, our connectedness to the earth, our home, our desire to stay at home, if you have such a thing. <laughs> like we're on so on the go these days. But yeah, it's that groundedness that wants stability in our lives. It's our relationships to some degree. Yes, Libra, the other side of that. And with the south node moving into Libra, there's challenge in those areas. So there is some tension around the Venusian-controlled areas of our life. And yeah, the chart is applying a little fiery pressure there because Venus can't get out of Leo for a while. So we're going to go back and burn those areas a little bit more. And Jupiter has become fully Jupiter in Taurus, too. A lot of amplification around those areas we just mentioned. So there is a lot of energy in the chart, yes. And if you're feeling it, well, now you know why. I mean, they're just little pockets, and each one has its own representation. But there is a common theme as well. All right, you know what? I think we need to unpack this some more in the days ahead. We'll stay with it as long as we need to. I truly love you. I do. Have a great day.